Hello everyone, the fun topic of discussion today is solitude. Welcome to our first and final Sobcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Genevieve. During this episode, we're going to talk about solitude and its negative effects on people's health, both physically and mentally. This is contrary to Ralph Waldo Emerson's beliefs that solitude was the best companion in life. I actually agree with him and think that solitude is way easier than being around other people. People are kind of exhausting, you know? You know what? I'm so tired of you disagreeing with me. Solitude is actually super detrimental to people's mental health. Human interaction is necessary for maintaining a healthy mindset. According to researchers at the University of Zurich and Mental Health Weekly Digest's new findings on mental health discussed by researchers at the University of Zurich, lonely individuals were more often affected by physical and mental health problems such as self-reported chronic diseases while they were experiencing life in solitude. Could you elaborate on that? I mean, mental and physical health problems seems a bit broad. I couldn't imagine, honestly. It seems like keeping yourself isolated like that isn't all it's cut out to be. Living in a world where you find happiness in a piece of toast popping out of the toaster and being devoid of all other happiness from friends seems hard. A world where I find enjoyment in nothing seems to be just that, like nothing. And it seems terrible. Though when I'm alone in my house, I don't feel these things. So maybe this is just something that he feels when he is alone. He's just one person after all. There's no way that everyone feels like this, right? Fair point, that is only one person's experience. Here, earlier I had mentioned an article from Mental Health Weekly digests new findings on mental health discussed by researchers at the University of Zurich, involving researchers at the University of Zurich who had conducted a study in Switzerland about the effects of solitude. Their findings proved that participants in the study often experienced a range of mental health problems from moderate and high psychological distress, depression, and impaired self-perceived health. Um, Findings from these studies also proved that loneliness was significantly associated with lifestyle factors such as smoking, which can have a huge impact on both mental and physical health. Solitude creates issues in people that make it nearly impossible for them to live with themselves. Living in solitude is so detrimental that it leads to people losing a desire to live at all. Wow, yet another instance of solitude causing people a lot of pain. That's incredibly sad. Although, in an article by Maura Erin Mele from the New York Times, she states that people feel replenished by being alone, which seems to contradict your point of solitude causing depression and psychological distress. Solitude seems to rejuvenate people, and some would rather spend the workday in quiet instead of surrounded by coworkers. So, what I'm trying to say is, the people that feel this seem not to experience the negative effects that you describe. What do you think about that? You make a solid point. There are people who actually enjoy solitude. Yet I wonder how much time these people are really spending in solitude. I'm not trying to argue that the second people are alone, they go insane. People do need a break every once in a while, and privacy is important. But long-term solitude is unhealthy. Surprisingly enough, a lack of human interaction creates an unhealthy physical state as well. How does solitude create physical issues for someone? Last time I checked, people's physical health doesn't rely on connection with other people. Physical health depends on how you take care of yourself. It has nothing to do with other people, so it could even be argued that people can actually be physically healthier in solitude because they spend time and energy on themselves. That's a good point, and I would actually agree with you there if I hadn't read this article, Loneliness Grows from Individual Ache and Public Hazard by Amy Ellis Nunn, a reporter for the Washington Post and recipient of the 2011 Pulitzer Prize for Feature Writing. Solitude can have many horrible impacts on physical health, ranging from turned down activities of genes that produce antibodies to fight infections and obesity and smoking.
She also claimed that lonely people are at a greater risk for heart attacks, metastatic cancer, Alzheimer's, and other ills. It's clear that the physical effects of solitude are really harmful, but also abundant. Solitude causes a range of issues for people, and many of them are quite serious. I mean, an increased risk of heart attacks and metastatic cancer alone are incredibly life-threatening, but all of the health risks that come with solitude are rather life-threatening. Okay, so fine. Maybe there are some health risks that come with solitude, but that doesn't explain this article I read called Talented But Overlooked. We should transform hiring and mentoring of introverted lawyers by Heidi Brown of the ABA Journal, who's also an associate professor in law. In this article, she talked about how introverted lawyers performed better than extroverted ones. Introverts are usually more solitary, and you say that solitude isn't healthy. So if, those, if that was the case, why are introverted lawyers considered better? Of course, there are some people who may find human interaction difficult or simply prefer being alone. I just think that it could be argued that those people don't require the same amounts of human interaction, but they don't necessarily lose human connection. For example, Chris McCandless was a well-known hitchhiker who would interact with other people but ultimately try to avoid serious human connection. By the end of his trip, though, according to the book Into the Wild, written by John Krakauer, um, an author who did extensive research on McCandless's life, McCandless ultimately ended his journey with the belief that happiness is only real when shared. So it's possible for people to need less human interaction and thrive under that while still requiring human connection. McCandless is famous for not being part of society, and he, even he decided that human connection was lacking in his life and therefore made him unhappy. I guess I can see where you're coming from with that. Solitude seems to have a lot more downsides than someone would expect. Physical and mental health issues definitely weren't things I thought of when I thought of solitude. On the surface, it doesn't seem quite as bad as it actually is. Isolation from other people, even if it seems to be relieving, can also be quite negative on your overall health. So thanks for ruining being alone for me. And, well, I think that concludes our discussion on solitude, and let me just say, I think you've definitely made me think a bit harder about the issue. The amount of sadness that it causes people is really eye-opening. Thank you for talking to me about this to help me paint a more accurate picture of what solitude does to an individual. See, I'm always right, and I win now. Loser. This was not fun. Thanks for coming! Have a great day! Oh my gosh, you too!